Froggy 99.9. It is your wake-up call with Scotch Tank and Nat. And in the tradition of hilarious TV shows like Kids Say the Darndest Things. Remember that show with Bill Cosby where he'd get kids to say wacky things? Yeah. I've kind of blocked everything out with Bill Cosby <laughs> right. in it. Yeah, in yeah. hindsight, it's it's real uncomfortable to think about. Even picture pages seen obscene now. So, But uh, <laughs> we're going to do Kids in the News because we got a couple of kooky kid stories, including a restaurant that's going to ban children under 10 years old. I wish more restaurants would do that. Yeah, I don't have an issue with it. I just think it's interesting that their name, the name of the restaurant is like Netty Spaghetti or something like that, where it rhymes. So it definitely sounds like it should be a place for children. But I've worked in restaurants and bars, and I know what it's like when there's kids there. You, as a server, kind of take an extra deep breath because you know it's going to be messier. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit more difficult. The The parents are going to be a little more frustrated because, you know, the food needs to come out faster for the kids. And and especially if, there's, if they're running around and you're carrying a bunch of hot food. And they're being noisy. Yeah. It's different when there's well-behaved kids. And I know that your kids are well-behaved. But what do you think of this? Because you've got kids. Do you think a restaurant should actually say, oh, you can't bring kids in? Uh, you know, when I served, I'd always have uh, some of those uh, saltine crackers. Yeah. And I'd throw them some, but... The problem with that is, God, what a mess those crackers make. Yep. Take me forever to Swiffer around the table to clean up all those saltine crackers. I love how doing damage control, the restaurant said, we love kids. We we really, truly do. But lately, it's been extremely challenging to accommodate children that netty spaghettis because of noise levels, lack of space for high chairs. I feel like there's restaurants that are for kids. You know, there's places right. like, take your kid to McDonald's, take your kid Chuck to Chuck E. Cheese. Cheese. But... Adults need some adult time, and uh, when I got some brat next to me that's looking over the end of the booth and like, and the mother and the mom and dad aren't saying anything, oh, that chaffs my hide. So I think that the problem here, it's a, a, you know, like we're making the restaurant seem like the bad guy. It's actually the parents, you know, right? Hell yeah, it is. Like if you're not paying attention, you're, a restaurant isn't an opportunity to get a free babysitter. No, and I mean, it goes both ways. We were in an establishment Saturday night that had a chili cook-off going on all day Saturday. And when <laughs> yeah. we get there about 5.30, the table next to us, we were like, ooh. Oh, I hope they... This is going to be annoying. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they'd been having fun all afternoon. Sure. And thankfully, they left. But yeah, it can go both ways. It can. Sometimes <laughs> it's the adults cackling. Speaking of kids, a Memphis woman said she was carjacked at gunpoint by a 10-year-old boy and others. Victim said she was carjacked by four kids who stole her 2012 Infinity. <laughs> 10 years old and do, pulling carjackings? It sounds really scary, especially because, like, they were using weapons as yeah. well. And I, I don't know, like, a 10-year-old, if they have... The ability to control themselves while holding some sort of weapon. Like, oh, God. My youngest is 10. Could you see Olivia carjacking someone? I don't think she even knows what that is. Handling a gun and... Although one of the kids was smoking a cigarette, and they, they said that that kid looked really cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's like the idea of like if one 10 year old comes up to you, you're not necessarily scared. But if there's like 10 10 year olds, uh, yeah. they're going to be able to overpower you. And especially, yeah, if they're flashing wep- weapons at you, 
That's, that's so like, scary. Sometimes when you hear news stories where they'll say, oh, and they fought back against children. You know, like when somebody gets assaulted like that, it's like, you know what? A group of kids is still a group of people assaulting right. you. Yeah. And hear my scary. grandma saying, where are the parents? Yep. Exactly. This is another thing, you know. I, here I am kid. up on my high horse <laughs> judging all you parents down there. Yep. But I just think it's once again, yeah, where are the parents at? You know, 10-year-olds are carjacking here and then 10 year olds aren't even allowed to eat spaghetti somewhere else you know <laughs> so there you have it parents we're wagging our fingers at you there you go your nutty kids in the news segment <laughs> today we teach our children go ahead take candy from strangers i hate to get into labels nat but did you know that you and kyle are a couple of dinks we, I did know that we are dinks you're a dink couple they are dual income, income no, no kids, kids. But lots of animals. It's kind of a harsh label. Dink? Yeah. <laughs> I love how they just come up with stuff that starts trending. You're like, ah, oh, a couple of dinks. Wasn't it the uh, Spaceballs movie where the little guys were, that's all they could say was dink? Yeah, dink. The, dink, the, dink, 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 Anywho, a lot of weird crap going on in the world right now. I blame it on all those balloons and unidentified objects floating around, but a uh, a bunch of goats were found wandering wandering around a Target in Houston. What was it like, LeBron James and Tom Brady? No, like actual <laughs> oh, goats. <laughs> greatest of all time. It still and it's unknown where the goats came from. Like somebody had to intentionally. I mean, I don't know. Goats are curious, but. Still, it's not like they're like, let's go check out Target. See, there's something weird going on. I saw a picture, but uh, somebody posted a photo they'd taken at a rock show. It was like a looked like a small club, like a kids alternative show. And there's this guy singing, and there's just a goat out in the crowd. It made me think of that Andy, uh, that Adam Sandler bit about, hey, take me to the Ragu Festival. You know, the talking little, goat. Hey, come on, goat. Yeah, there's just like a goat in the crowd at this punk show. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really think that the goats want to do that. Like no. they want to go. They want to be in their like pastures. I mean, there's this cute photo like of the goat laying down in front of. <laughs> I mean, it looks like the service center at Target, and he's Employee. just like, "What's up?" They called the police who came out and managed to get the goats corralled into the store's entrance. The animals were taken to the Harris County Animal Livestock. Oh, man. Goats Unknown. at a Target. It's just filled with, like, suburban white women that are like, goats! <laughs> <laughs> I bet you it was harder to, like, control the or the women, like, going after how cute the goats were than it was to get the yeah. goats <laughs> I don't want to feed one a tin can. I could see this story happening more at a Walmart than a Target. Yeah, yeah, if it was a Walmart, I'd be like, yeah, okay, yeah, I could see that. One more weird one for you. A catalytic converter stolen from the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile in now, Las come Vegas. On! That is so wrong. Why are you messing with Some the Wienermobile? People. This is going too far. The catalytic converter can be stolen from anything, but the Wienermobile? Have a heart. Wienermobile? Unacceptable. Come on. Unacceptable. I'm just wondering, shouldn't the Wienermobile have been like down in Arizona for the Super Bowl? I feel like that'd be something that it would uh, that'd be a place that it would travel to. Rupert Murdoch probably would drive it. I watched him eat his dog with his wife yesterday. Right? That's a Rupert Murdoch-sized dog. I wonder if it had to have like a special catalytic converter, you know? Well, if I have to be frank. Oh. oh. Hey. Quit being a wiener over there. More coming up. Froggy 99.9. I never sausage a thing. Thanks for random facts. That could also be true or false. <laughs>
Here he is, everybody's favorite Cupid. Got his little bow and arrow wearing his little diaper. It's Tank McNamara. Uh, I've been working like a, two weeks on this one. It's a special Valentine's Day edition. Oh, nice. You guys like Valentine's Day? Is this... I thought you were just role-playing, dressing up for fun. No. <laughs> no, Valentine's Day? Yeah, sure, why not? Oh, you said no, and then sure, why not? But we don't really celebrate Valentine's Day at our house. Uh, I think it's fun for my kids right now, but other than that... Yeah. The kids like it. Yeah. Get them a little Valentine's, a little box of chocolate. Oh, I forgot. We have a little Valentine's... Uh-oh, now she's getting something. Look out, everybody. Oh, she's got a little... Little Valentine's Day. Uh, Valentine's bow. Isn't that, that could sweet? also work for a wreath at Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. Either one. It's red. It's multi-purpose. It's a bow. All right, you guys ready for a little true and false hey, today? Bring it, bring it. Uh, Valentine's Day was first declared a holiday by a pope. Is that true or false? Pope is the leader of the Catholic Church, Scotch. I think that's true. I'm going to say false. It's true. St. Valentino or something? In uh, 496 AD, Pope Gelasius I, I think that's his name. I don't know. You you were I around then, weren't you? St. Valentine's. Yeah. 496 AD. Sure I was. Yeah, weren't you like six? I was just a youngster then. He made the feast of St. Valentine an official holiday, apparently hoping to expel the pagan rituals of, is it Lupercalia? Is familiar with Lupercalia? Is that from Lucas? L- that's Lucaplagia. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chupacabra? <laughs> they decided to combine it with St. Valentine's Day, so uh, a okay. pope. So it didn't have anything to do with young lovers, though, mm-hmm. back then. So that was the uh, declared a holiday. The first celebration didn't occur till later on Valentine's Day. Okay. And that celebration first occurred in Spain. Is that true or false? True. Spania. Absolutely, undoubtedly true. False. The first known official celebration of St. Valentine's Day took place in Paris. February 14th, 1400. You don't remember that, huh? I hate these. Yeah, that's when King Charles VI of France established... Le Coureur Amoureuse. <laughs> I have no idea how to pronounce that. Nice pronunciation. It actually means high court of love. The court, entirely run by women, met to deal with marriage contracts, divorces, infidelity, and domestic violence. Whoop de freaking do. Huh. Who likes candy hearts? Hey. I do. I do. I they, love Chuck. They were originally medical lozenges for your throat. Oh, the little, true or false? The chalky little candy hearts? Doubt, uh, doubtful. I mean, I'm going to go with true. I think that, yeah, I could see a candy striper bringing you a little heart-shaped loss. You're saying absolutely false. It is true. What? <laughs> 1847, Boston pharmacist Oliver Chase invented a machine that simplified the lozenge uh, lozenge production process, resulting in the first candy-making machine. You're ruining this for me. After identifying an opportunity to revolutionize the candy business, Chafe shifted his focus to candy production with Necco wafers. That's where you get the, the little... Uh, Same little chalky... Chalky heart. Round, no. round ones. Interesting. Most women prefer flowers over candy for Valentine's Day. I find that hard to believe. I'm going to go with 
false on that because I feel like a lot of women have the opinion that flowers die. Uh, no. How about no? Okay. That is a false. Both men and women prefer to receive chocolate <laughs> or flowers. That's I was Courtney. right. You were wrong. Son of a gun. Wrong again, idiot. There was a survey done that found that chocolate sales represent 75% or more of Valentine's Day candy purchases. Man, so, I am not a very good Valentine's Day lover. So if you're out there and you're going to get flowers today, don't you do it. Don't do it. Go get some chocolate. I prefer to look at Valentine's Day as kind of a mini Halloween because there's still a couple of good. You can still watch My Bloody Valentine or the reboot and you can sit and eat candy and just have, you know, it doesn't have to be about all the smoochy smoochy. But it can be. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, though. A king from Norway started the tradition of sending flowers. Is that true or false? From Norway. I'm going to say true. Okay, I, ugh, either Norway or Holland. True. It is false. Dang it! The tradition was brought back to Europe by King Charles II of Sweden. Of Sweden! He uh, traveled to uh, Persia in the early 1700s and came back with the idea of sending flowers as a nonverbal message. Borky, borky, turkey, borky, dude. I got yeah. no points. Well, you're a Valentine's Day loser. You're a big winner over there. Winner! I mean, just look at you with that big, ridiculous bow on your head. Obviously, <laughs> you're a winner. Hopefully, you score more later today on Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, hey. All right. <laughs> Go home and score. Is that it? That'll do it. Oh, and a rousing round of Tank's Valentine's Day random facts. That a good old movie. It is your wake up call with Scotch Tank and Nat on Froggy 99.9. If you are having that tumultuous inner struggle this morning saying, should I get flowers or get candy for my beloved? Well, a survey says, if this is Richard Dawson on Family Feud, survey says... Apparently, the ladies would prefer to get candy over flowers. I got to stop you right there. If you're, if you're Richard Dawson, why didn't I get a kiss? Give him a big old smooch. Come here. Get over here. Sizzle lips. In studio with us, cue the Jackie Moon theme, our very own Snack Michael. And a good morning, team. I, I, hey. uh, I had a scotch tank and that this morning for breakfast. No, did that you? Thing, it's kind of like a payday bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You like the butter the backside of your tank before you have I, it? I, I do. And yeah. then, uh, then you know, Nat is sweet, and then Scotch is right where he should be. That's the first time anybody has ever said Nat and sweet in the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> so Thank I heard, you. I heard you guys were looking for a little bit of advice from old Jackie Moon. Yes. Well, yeah. We want to know what your favorite uh, candies are. Would this be well, their favorite Valentine's candies? Well, I've broken it down this way, and I'm, I'm glad you called. Um... Now, what to give today to your wife or husband of zero to five years? If you've been married for zero to five years, because you still got a little bit of a flame going. That's what that, my, my husband and I are in that category. You're, this yep. is you. So thus, the candy has to be a little more involved. Here's what your husband needs to do. Chocolate truffles with hidden Pop Rocks. Oh, <laughs> A little now, sweet for me and a little spicy so for him. Enjoy that little. <laughs> little, little, little uh, now, for your wife or husband of five to ten years, been a few Valentines. Yep. You know, you've been through, you've been through some stuff. Five to ten years. So you got to go with the old standard gift, kind of the remembrance gift: box of chocolates, flowers, and then a stuffed animal to bring that childlike Aww, feeling. Okay. That is sweet. 
Now, if your wife or husband, you've been married for 10 years, been together for t- over 10 years, I mean, you, you've got this going on, kind of a been there, done that, two Carmelos and a trip to Hoo-Ha. <laughs> Now, How many years was that? That's over 10. Oh, that's yeah. me. That's I fall into that category. I uh, like we're in the love shack right now with this. I, I think what you really called me is Young Love. We all remember Young Love. Young Lovers. That's, that's not a, not just a song by one of the Judds. <laughs> <laughs> young Love. So how do you impress? No Caramellos and Who Hot for them? No, that's the over 10. That's okay. the, you know, been there, done that. Uh, the youth need to be impressed. You know, today, it's, it's the youth. As Billy Idol once said, more more, more, more. <laughs> so this has to be stretched out throughout your Valentine's Day. So for young loves, chocolate strawberries in the morning, I think that's a given. Okay. Oysters and crabs for the early dinner. What have you got in mind? <laughs> and then at night, the sleepless in Seattle, eating chocolate dipped marshmallows, followed by that heart-shaped pendant made of be mine. Somebody is getting some Wow! Day. I just uh, saw this sheet I put together dated 1983. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need the happy ending, but uh, if you're not doing anything today, I'll take that early love. I'll yeah, early are you going to be available year. if my husband guys, doesn't uh, Are you guys up for crabs at through? 5.30? <laughs> You know, it's better than getting a cra- Well, I'm not going to go anywhere with that one. I'm going to leave that one alone. No, I want them bears. Yeah. We'll just keep it sweet with the sleepless in Seattle. Thanks for your advice this morning, Jackie Moon. Oh, Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day. Enjoy your Pop Rocks and Truffles, Nat. Will do. <laughs>